0: like, no, bitch, you do care. Why did you make a secret stalker account and find him? You were supposed to be a one-night hookup. Your wardrobe screams fatherless. We have more trust in top people. How was your relationship with your father? Nice. Just saying, why, why is did it you get the attention you wanted? You need Jesus. That's offensive
1: hello everyone it is deals here and i am caffeinated i don't know if you can hear the little like the excitement and the godlike complex in my voice but i am caffeinated so welcome back to that's offensive and here i have a very special guest i say that about every guest but you are very everyone's very special yeah everyone, everyone is a
0: snowflake everyone is unique
1: <laughs> that's what i say about penises oh my
0: god that's what i say about people and fingerprints but <laughs> yeah. you know it, whichever works
1: i also say them about tits when i friends are like oh my god but my tits are like my labia doesn't look like that i'm like but every tit and labia is like a snowflake
0: everything is different that's my one like my favorite um big mouth episodes is when jesse goes to like her mom's spa for the first time and everyone's Uh running around naked (laughs) she's like oh my god every vagina is different (laughs) and i feel like that is definitely something that like everyone goes through in childhood like once you start like actually showering around your peers being like oh my god like my body is different. Your body is different. Like, I know. whose body is bad? Whose body is good? <laughs> My
1: best friend growing up had, I feel like, just the porn star vagina. Just, like, was born with it. Her mom also had, like, the porn star vagina. Like, and wait, then, why
0: do you know that her mom had a porn star vagina? Because
1: we all would, like, pee together, you know? Like, okay. we would all just, like, hang out. But then when they saw mine... They were like, oh, like, have you ever thought about surgery? Like, not thinking that I would take it so to heart. Because it's like. How is
0: that not offensive, though? (laughs)
1: Like, I don't even think they were thinking about it, like, sexually. They were like, you're camel toes. (laughs) Because, like, I don't think, like, my flap or, like it's like the what is the skin in between like the actual labia that's the labia yeah lower than the other skin so they're like i don't think that's normal and i'm like oh my god i have roast beef <laughs> oh out. my
0: god there is there's actually a lot of surgeries for vaginas crazy enough like i was just talking to the chick that does my botox and she was like have you ever thought about getting the o shot i'm like what? oh
1: i want that
0: dude i just can't think about like Someone putting a needle into my vagina, like that just <laughs> that doesn't sit right with me at all. Like that literally sounds like a like a saw movie or some shit. Like I don't, yeah. I don't ha- know. <laughs>
1: I've had a few friends who have had it. So only one of them, it didn't work for. But then the other one can like come from dick because I think it's like a twenty percent rate of like people it doesn't work for. But then the other eighty percent, like my friend is like, I've I heard can that come before. I thought
0: that was bullshit. Oh, what? Like that it works? No, I thought it was bullshit that people like couldn't come during sex because I can. So I did it. I was like surprised that that was a thing when I found that out.
1: You probably don't need it that's the case. No, I'm like,
0: (laughs) if that's why you get it, then I'm good. I (laughs) definitely don't need a needle in my vagina then. That's why
1: most people get it. Yeah, because like I personally have come from dick maybe like four times and I have had sex many, many times. I definitely have had sex more than four times in my lifetime. I mean, I feel
0: like it comes down between like two things, especially for women. Sex is very emotional. So even if like the dick is bomb, you will not come because you're like not mentally going to let go like that. And then B, you have to think about the fact that like it's an energy exchange. So there's energy blocks. That's literally your sacral chakra. Like if that's blocked, you won't be able to have release like that because your energy is blocked there.
1: Yeah. For me, the only times I've come from sex, we're actually surprised to all of us. Um, <laughs> I think, like, the first time, his dick was just, like, curved and hitting my G-spot. And then, like, the other, I guess, wait, was it only, oh, like, three times in my life. Yeah.
0: You can only, you can count?
1: Yeah, three times that I've come from, like penetration. Like, I mean, I, that's why I got really into my vibrators and I just don't have sex with men that often
0: anymore. Well, when I was 13, my mom, like when I first started like asking questions about sex, it wasn't like I was Mm -hmm. just like some like innocent 13 year old. My mom was like, bro, you need a vibrator. (laughs) Like, no, I was asking questions about sex and my mom got me a vibrator and she was like, listen, this will never get you pregnant and no one (laughs) will ever care about your orgasm as much as you. So figure out like what makes you have an orgasm so that you can explain it to guys because guys are figuring out how to give themselves an orgasm. They're not yeah. figuring out how to give women an orgasm. They're not, like, staying up nights figuring it out. Yeah. They're figuring themselves out. It's like, <laughs> so, like you figure yourself out, and then it'll be way easier going forward. And I think that's why I've had such, like, a positive experience with sex. I also observe the 24-hour rule, like, for majority of my life still to this day, of, like, if you feel that way in 24 hours, then go for it. But if not, then... You probably shouldn't have done it 24 hours ago. Oh. So that stopped me from so much. So much. I'd be like, oh, I really want to – I'm just going to make out with you and, like, I really want to do more, like, in high school. But I'm going to wait 24 hours and we're going to see how I feel. And then I would (laughs) literally wake up the next day like, I am an angel and a child of God. I will not be anywhere near you. Wait, that's so
1: fucking smart because – Okay, so my parents taught me that, like, masturbation was a sin, that, Mm. like, I shouldn't have sex.
0: Lovely. So, like... The full abstinence preach. The full
1: abstinence. I had my purity ring for a Mm. while, and then... When I started like having sex, I went full whore mode. Like, I mean I, in high school that's I was how kind it of goes a whore. Though. Yeah, that's what happens. Like I had sex with a lot of people, like six people in high school, which for high school it's probably a lot, but you know, whores be whores these days. <laughs> and then in college, it was like I needed to have sex like every fucking weekend because like I didn't know what a vibrator was. No one was actually getting me off. So it's so like you having thought that
0: you needed sex to have an orgasm and you're like, I wanna have an orgasm. I guess I need a dude.
1: And I wouldn't even be having orgasms so I'd be like somewhat pleasured like I would somewhat like have my needs satisfied and then I'd be like well now I need sex again because it's like I am so horny and then I was so lucky because I met up with this guy on tinder and uh, did he have a vibrator. Yeah. He tied me up, blindfolded me, used a vibrator. And all of a sudden I was like, did you just come already? Because I didn't know I was a squirter and I just <laughs> everywhere. And then after him, I was like, I don't need to be a whore anymore. Literally. I have a vibrator. So Vibrators
0: for- will keep you safe, dude. They'll keep you at home. They'll keep you focused on business. I've like literally had so many conversations <laughs> with girls. Like I manifest while like I orgasm. Like I've had conversations with girls like oh, I would honestly rather have sex with, like, a vibrator because they have so much trauma around, like, having sex with someone else that they're, like, the only way I can have an orgasm is with a vibrator because it's just me. Yeah. (laughs) It's, like, crazy things. It's, like, to think that women need a machine and, like, men just, like, use their hands. Like, women use their hands, too, but, like, It's just different with a vibrator I don't know I don't know how to explain it And men don't really have that Like a pocket pussy's not the same
1: Yeah it's really not Although I did gift a guy A pocket pussy before And then he broke up with me Like a week later So I helped him replace me (laughs)
0: I don't know. Maybe he was like, damn, she's trying to have less sex with me. Maybe she's not into me because she gave me a pocket pussy. <laughs> she's trying like, to divert me from hers <laughs> to get me away. It
1: was, like, a right when COVID started, so, like, and um, we were in different states. So there were, like, the were
0: Oh, well, then he yeah. broke up with you because you were in different states, bro, and it was COVID.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's fair. He, that's fair. He was think... pulling away, and I'm like, you know what will work? The
0: pocket pussy. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> it didn't. Ladies, if he's pulling away, like. Don't
0: get him a pocket pussy don't get him a
1: pocket pussy and something I do that don't do is like when guys are pulling away like to send nudes no I'm like no it doesn't no ladies no don't do like Adelia
0: don't do that (laughs) definitely don't do that I don't think I've ever sent a nude to anyone except my current boyfriend I was just always so scared that like I was it was very weird in high school like I did a lot of singing and extracurricular stuff. Like, I was on America's Got Talent. I shot with American Apparel. So a lot of people kind of would talk shit about me and, like, gossip about me without having anything to talk about. Mm -hmm. So I was like, yo, if I give any of these little, like, snotty boys a picture, and they are doing all this shit with nothing to talk about, I've given them nothing, what are they going to do with a picture? Or if I fuck one of them? Like, that Uh. was literally what kept me out of so much shit is, like, Y'all are already talking about me, and I'm doing nothing. Yeah. So if I even, like, it was like, oh, my God, she has tits, and she does music videos. She's a whore. I'm like, okay, so if I actually did something, then I would definitely be the town whore. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to be the most prude bitch that has ever existed, and I carried that, like, pretty much all the way through high school. I, like, only kissed, like, one or two guys.
1: Wow. Wait, so... Where did you live? Cause I New fe- York
0: City. Oh,
1: really? Yes. Oh, okay. I went to school,
0: high school, in Soho.
1: Interesting, cause I feel like schools on like the west coast particularly sluttiness is almost like encouraged
0: well it's hot out here it's warm y'all <laughs> yeah. are all like naked all the time we're in uh-huh. like hoodies and sweatshirts majority <laughs> of the year in new york like
1: that makes trudging
0: through the snow like we're not going to house parties no one has a house you have an apartment and it gets shut down oh. within the first hour like there's no house parties okay it's like under 18 parties that are put on by like the rich kids in an event space, and uh-huh. you have to pay like $10 to go to it.
1: Oh, oh my god! Like crazy
0: shit. Or How like interesting. teen clubs that, like, there's a teen night that's like from 8 to 11, or bro, bot mitzvahs and bar mitzvahs if you can sneak into those because they would rent out like the real clubs in New York because you have all these like oh super gosh. wealthy, like, rich kids that are getting bar and bot mitzvah in New York. So they're like, oh. Gilded Lily, we're gonna rent it out from seven to eleven, like a real club experience for our (laughs) thirteen-year-old and her friends. (laughs) And then everyone's out by the time it's like a real club. But you feel so fucking cool because you're like a kid in a club, and uh, And it's a real club.
1: That would have been sick. Like the bat mitzvahs I went to were kind of shitty, and like one of the parents accidentally gave me the wine instead of the like grape juice, and I got fucked up. And like, how (laughs) they didn't know how to explain it. To be completely
0: honest. Thirteen years old, the the whole like bar mitzvah bat mitzvah experience is thirteen year olds becoming men and women. Yeah. So that is actually when you start drinking Manischewitz wine at like the um, Passovers and Seder and everything. So. That was probably not an accident. You probably got <laughs> wine on purpose because you were 13 and you were a woman.
1: I, well, I was like 12. But <laughs> they didn't know that. <laughs> they didn't know that. <laughs> what they
0: did not know did not hurt them. It hurt you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to start off with like a fun little segment. I feel like we've already been shaking like the little like loosey-gooseys out. But um, like look at the camera. Like you're talking to like one of your exes. And what's the one thing that you wish they would have done sexually that like you now have the opportunity to tell other men to do?
0: oh, just listen to what I'm asking. I'm very direct, I'm very clear, I know what I like, and if you know what you like, I'm down to experiment. However, I I pretty much know what I like, so listen.
1: So listen, listen. (laughs) All these men who are like, like, I've had men, like, eat me out, and I'm like, I don't even know how to tell them to do it better because, like, it's like they've never seen a pussy before.
0: Well, like, whenever I have, I'm like, I'm the... I don't judge anyone, like, free-spirited, open friends. So I have a lot of friends, like, ask me, like, how do I do this? Or, like, what do you do if you're in this situation? I'm always like, oh, my God, like, how did I become this friend? But, okay, here we go. (laughs)
1: Let's
0: dive in. (laughs) The way that I usually, like, I say, like, kind of, like, padding correct. Like, when you're bowling and you have the the things (laughs) up when you're a kid so it doesn't fully go off. Like, you can't fully take them off the track. But I just say, like, oh, like, I would – do this, I like this. So Uh it like diverts them away from the thing that they're doing that I don't like. Mm -hmm. Instead of saying, I don't like that, don't do that. And if you like really want to talk about it, like they keep doing it, be like, listen, (laughs) it doesn't really get me going like that. Like you might think when you do this, is it something that's really like good for you? And usually it's something that like they think they're doing to make your experience better. So when you say in a nice non-ego shattering way... (laughs) That's not the best thing. Maybe let's try it this way. If they don't listen, then they're assholes. And Mm -hmm. if they like you and they care about your orgasm and they care about you, then they will listen and they'll do that.
1: Yeah. Haven't had that experience yet. Their egos are so fragile.
0: Dude. (laughs) But we've also had, like, talks about, like, the types of guys you like, and it's, like, actually traumatizing, so (laughs) I'm not surprised by that.
1: These, like, brat boys, like, they, like – my my one friend uses analogy, like they use me to like basically masturbate because it's not like it's an equal sex experience. It's like they're using me to come and then it's done. Well, are you
0: fucking anyone that like truly cares about you? No. Well that's the problem. Yeah, that's why yeah. I, that's
1: why I don't really fuck. So but. you
0: literally are like a human
1: <laughs> masturbation, masturbation toy masturbation right? toy, yes. <laughs> Yeah. girls
0: don't do that <laughs>
1: if you're not getting you're not you are literally why are you
0: there I guarantee you if you told a guy like hey come over to my house and you're not gonna come but like it's gonna be a fun time he wouldn't like like let's be for real yeah he
1: wouldn't But, I mean, at least for men, it's so fucking easier
0: to come. I don't think that's the case. I think that it's just more societally, like, acceptable for men to experiment with themselves the same way that, like, my mom encouraged me to experiment with myself. Like, most men, they're like, oh, like, I masturbate. Their dad's like, "Yeah, buddy. Like, let's. Yeah, like, oh, did you do fuck a bitch yet? Yeah, like, uh-huh. women. It's like, don't masturbate. That's a sin. Like, only sleep with him if he's your boyfriend and you're still a whore. Depending on what age you do it at. Like, and then when you guys break up, you're a whore again. Like, what? Like, what? That none of that makes sense. So I think it's just literally like men don't have as many mental hangups and like blockages when it comes to sex and sexual experiences as women do just based on society and women are very intellectual women are very like mentally stimulated beings like we really need to have a mental connection with someone to be able to have that type of physical connection so if you are taking that away then where are you going with it? Where are you going? Where are you going to get your nut if you don't have that connection with someone?
1: Yeah so Here's a question for you. Did you always know that you were bisexual? Or was this something that, like, you more recently discovered?
0: To be honest, my parents were super open, fluid, like, people. They just are free love, like, everyone. Just be happy and do what you want to do. So I really, like experimented when I was younger I started kissing girls before I even started kissing guys because I just didn't feel like that was as much of a power exchange it was like yeah oh like I just kissed my friend and like we would practice on each other and see who was a good kisser and like things uh-huh. like that so I started to realize like there were certain friends that I was like oh like I want to kiss her again like <laughs> certain friends I'd be like oh yeah like we kissed like it was fun like haha and then certain friends I'd be like oh like I kind of like want to kiss her and more like that <laughs> I would talk to her later like but also to me, like, I feel like everything's on a spectrum. Like, I believe in the Kinsey scale, where it's not, like, you're bi, you're straight, you're gay. It's, like, yeah. everyone is a on the spectrum of some sort. Mm-hmm. And the way I like to explain it is, like, I'm sexually um, into men and women, but I'm only romantically into men.
1: It's Oh, my gosh. There's a term for it. So you're bisexual, but heteroromantic. Yes. Yeah, I just found that out. Because I was always, like, am I even bi if, I, like, I don't know if I could, like, date a woman – and then my friend was like, yes, because like.
0: Because there's women that don't even want to kiss women at all. So that, yeah. like, that's what like, my, I will always say to people. They're like, oh, well, how are you bi if you would never date a girl? Do you want to kiss a girl? No, I don't. I only want to kiss guys. Well, that's how I know that I'm bi because <laughs> I would like to kiss women too.
1: Yeah. I like
0: doing that. So you don't. That's what <laughs> makes me different than you and bisexual. Thank you.
1: Yeah, I think, like, the first moment where, well, there were, like, a few moments for me where I was, like, I'm bi, but I had my cooter licked by a girl, and I was, like, this is better than, like, any male experience I've ever had.
0: Well, also, like, you have the same same mechanics. Like, you know exactly what you would, like, correct when (laughs) someone else was doing it. So you're, like, oh, if I do that thing that I would have done that... I wish that guy would have done on this girl, then I know it's going to be a good fucking time. Mm -hmm. Like, it's almost easier. It's like playing a game that you've already played before versus, like, figuring a new one out.
1: Yeah. For you, have you had, like, better sexual experiences with girls or guys, do you think?
0: I've honestly had better sexual experiences with guys, but I've pretty much been in long-term relationships other than, like this five four and a half five-year period where i had to like very much work on myself and heal myself but yeah most of my sexual experiences have been in relationships so it's been a very positive experience for me very connected like very soul bonding and uh-huh my um venus is in scorpio so i do a lot of healing through sexual experiences a lot of death and rebirth and like okay sick Crazy shit. <laughs>
1: oh my gosh, if only. I'm like, sexual experiences, like, at least with men, and especially, like, in the past few years, I'm like, I just, like, feel weird. I get the ick after. I'm like, oh.
0: Well, that's what I feel like. That is literally your intuition. That is was an energy exchange that yeah. you probably should not have had, because women keep a lot of their energy in their, their womb. Like, essentially, uh-huh. like, so if you have someone entering you with bad energy, they're literally exchanging their energy with you yeah and honestly like you're putting another person inside of you yeah they're not they're going it's all external for men like women you're literally like taking in that energy women are naturally emp- more empathic so you're literally mm-hmm. absorbing like a sponge like the most energy you could probably absorb from a person at all
1: Yeah, can you explain, because you mentioned, like, the sacral chakra and, Mm -hmm. like, this area, can you explain how, like, sex is, like, related to that and, like, what energy can be blocked?
0: So, sex is related to that. I actually got my chakras realigned last year, like, a little bit into meeting my boyfriend because I was, like, well, like, I know there's still some shit that I need to clear, like, before I can be, like, completely open Uh in this relationship, and he's amazing, so I need to do this for this relationship to be the best, and the way your sacral chakra can get blocked is, like, through sexual trauma, through emotional trauma, through pretty much any type of trauma. Any of your chakras can get blocked through trauma or whatever is happening in your life. Mm -hmm. So, sexually, the way I think about it is, like, if that is, like, a battery where you need to, like, charge it and then it can, like, give off energy, you are taking an energy from a source that is essentially unknown if you don't know who you're sleeping with. Yeah. And you're kind of filling your sacral chakra with that type of energy too. And It's not just your soul, like pure energy. Yeah. That's why I feel like a lot of women can't orgasm with a partner because they're either with the wrong partner and that energy exchange isn't matched. And they'll be like, oh, I can orgasm by myself though. Yeah, because that's just your energy. Mm -hmm. That's just you having your own energy flowing. And, of course, you can. You feel safe in that energy. That's your own energy. But when you start to include outside energies, if they're vibrating in a different way than you are, then it's going to change your energy, and it might not always feel the best. You might feel sick after. You might feel, ugh, I don't even, ugh. Like, the few times that I ever in my life had sex that was, like, not emotionally connected, I literally felt gross the next day. Like, so gross. Like, just, like... And I know this person's intention wasn't for me to feel gross or used. Like, it was never, like, a shitty experience where it was, like, put your clothes on and get out. Like, it was never, like, a situation where it was, like, I should have felt, like, oh, my God, like, he was (laughs) such a dickhead. It was just, like, I don't feel good, and I don't really want to talk to you or look at you again because Mm -hmm. you're going to remind me of this feeling I have right now, and that's gross. And I don't know why, but I feel gross after this.
1: Yeah, and I think, like, I don't know how guys can, like, disconnect, like, their emotions from this, but, like... Like, why would I – like, even if, like, the sex was good with someone, but why would I want to, like, spend my time with someone who I think has, like, an average personality, who has an average time? Like, I, I even, like, don't hang out with, like, some of my, I guess, more acquaintance friends because mm-hmm. I'm, like, well, why do I want to spend my time? Or, like – like, I'd rather conserve my energy and, like, hang out with the people they truly love to hang out with who, like, make me better and, like, do Literally. all these things. And, like, when you're having these, like, random-ass hookups – you don't like get that experience.
0: No, not at all. It's so not like a beneficial or soul building or growing experience. It's literally just like, it's very primal. It's very just like I have an urge and you have an urge and we're both like scratching that urge, but not really because it's very mechanical.
1: Yeah, But
0: I really do feel like men have a separation. Like it's very much not the same and that's whatever people want to say that's sexist. I've literally talked to Groups of men and groups of (laughs) women, and I've talked to so many dudes that are just like, I've literally fucked a bitch and did not even know where she went after, what her name was, didn't follow her on Instagram, didn't give a fuck. Girls, it's like, okay, like I did make like a like a secret stalker account, and like I do know who he is, and like I low key found him, like I don't care. Yeah. It's like, no, bitch, you do care. Why did you make a secret stalker account and find him? You were supposed to be a one-night hookup. Like, I've never heard women be able to fully detach from sex. And that's not saying that they're not out there, but I've never, I've seen men do it in a non-traumatized way. But anytime a yeah. woman is like emotionally detached from sex, it has to do with some type of trauma. That's just how it's been in my experience through talking to large mass groups of women.
1: Definitely. And for me, because I, like, I definitely have trauma with men. But, like, when I have bisexual experiences with women, it's so weird. Because, like, I don't have the same weird attachment. Mm -hmm. I can get my nut. They can get their nut. And it's, like... Like, mad
0: times, too. Huh? Like, 5,000 times, too.
1: (laughs) And it's so nice because, like, then we just stay, like, besties after. And it's, like, there's no expectations. There's Mm -hmm. no, like...
0: It's a power exchange. That's the same thing that I talked about, like with kissing when I was in high school. I just realized, like, the second a guy would get what he wanted, it would be like, oh, fuck that bitch. I don't even care about her anymore. Uh-huh. Versus, like, I'd kiss my friends, and we'd be like, okay, like, what are you doing tomorrow? Like, <laughs> yeah. do you want to make chocolate chip cookies? Like, do you want to make popcorn? And, like, oh, we could kiss more, like, too, like because uh-huh. I kind of like you, but, like, <laughs> we won't talk about that because I don't think you really understand that yet. I understand that.
1: <laughs> do you and your boyfriend ever have, like, threesomes?
0: Yeah, I don't understand, like, why if – if like you're a girl that's into girls Mm -hmm. and it's like on your terms and you're picking the girl why you wouldn't i I always say like it's like sharing your girlfriend with your boyfriend yeah like it's not like your boyfriend (laughs) has two girlfriends you're Uh sharing your girlfriend with your boyfriend and it's so that you can have a little girlfriend
1: (laughs) that's how so many people on like tiktok like in uh like poly relationships Mm -hmm. describe it as so like what
0: well poly's different poly is separate relationships a threesome is everyone together. Oh, okay. Polly is like if we if we had a relationship and we went on separate dates and like I came over to your house for like a few days and I stayed with you oh. and then like I was with D cut for a few days and like I stayed with him and you had another guy like okay it's like multiple relationships.
1: I'm learning today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what do you think are some really good like rules and boundaries to set like before you have a threesome? Because I think like I have friends who like are in relationships they don't even know like they're like. Part of me is interested in it, but they don't want to, like, get jealous or they don't want to, like, then get in a big fight afterwards. So, like, boundaries are probably really important beforehand.
0: Well, like, communication is everything. Boundaries are everything. Being clear about knowing what your feelings are and your awareness around your feelings are mm-hmm. is so important. It's not an easy situation for everyone to be in because a lot of people have trauma around being cheated on or have trauma around, like, crazy things to do with sexual experiences so I just feel like it's about setting your boundaries setting your rules setting your guidelines having it be on whatever terms you need it to be on for you to feel comfortable and safe like you can be in the experience yeah like I've literally had conversations with my boyfriend where he's like oh like maybe this girl I'm like no I don't think she's hot he's like well like I'm like no I don't think she's hot the end the end the end (laughs) the end because you do you know how fun that would be me like trying to like be into a girl I'm not into, like, she would have a terrible time, I would have a terrible time, and you think that'd be a fun three-way for you? Yeah. No. No. (laughs) No, it wouldn't.
1: But it's just, like... Like, you guys just both trying to share a dick, because, like, you guys didn't want to, like, kiss each other. Dude, that
0: would literally... I'd be like, you need to leave my house right now. You need to get out of my house. (laughs) And that's also, like, one of the rules. Like, if it needs to stop at any point, like, because someone is overwhelmed or, like, needs it to stop, it stops. Like, at the end Uh of the day... I love him, and he loves me, and this is just a fun thing that we're doing. It's a fun experience to have. If we stay together for the rest of our lives, it's like 80 fucking years. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. You mean to tell me we can't have fun in our 20s, in our 30s, or until we have kids or whenever? Just, like, as long as it's open and honest and there's communication and there's trust and there's, like, healthy boundaries, I feel like couples should be as experimental as they want to be. Try everything once, and if you don't like it, don't do it again.
1: Yeah, what is like your perfect, like explain your perfect threesome or like your perfect fantasy with threesome?
0: Probably my perfect threesome fantasy would be like on a vacation.
1: Oh. Or like uh. Just like
0: fire in, fire out, like she's bay for a few days. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Maybe like an adult hotel or whatever those are.
0: See, adult hotels, like my whole thing, like my kink I guess is like belonging to someone. So uh-huh. like having other men around would, like, very much creep oh, me out. Like, unless kidding. it's my boyfriend, I, like, don't want men around really, mm-hmm. like, in my energy unless, like, I know them and I feel safe around them, but I definitely have gone through, like, my sh- fair share of experiences of having, like, my feminine energy just, like, pressured or, like, f- feeling, like, fear shit from different yeah. masculine presences. So it's very much a thing of, like, I need to assess men mm-hmm. before I, like, allow them in my space versus women. I'm like, oh, yeah, like yeah. girls, I know you. Like let's talk. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Like a guy, I'm like, okay, I need to like figure out who you are and talk to you and like figure out if I want to let you around me or not. Uh-huh. Yeah. So what um I like, would love to like have like a vacation where it's like a <laughs> fucking like an adult hotel of all women and I just get to go with my boyfriend. Yeah. Like that would be fire to me. <laughs> that would like be everyone's so naked, there's no men here and I can just run around and like pray at the full moon. <laughs>
1: So, like, when you're having a threesome, do you want, like, almost all of the attention to be on you? Because, like, my idea, which, like, just pro- probably because of some of my sexual trauma, but, like, if I were to have a threesome, and I don't even know if this counts, like, I would want my boyfriend to watch me and the girl hook up, like, on a couch, and then when she leaves, he can, he can join. But it's like I would just want the well, attention to Well, that's not be on. technically
0: a threesome. Okay. That is you want your boyfriend to watch you fuck a girl and then <laughs> fuck you. That's so, not a threesome.
1: Okay. So not, yeah. Okay. A threesome,
0: everyone has to have fun. It's yeah. three fun, threesome. Uh-huh.
1: Threesome fun. <laughs>
0: exactly. So everyone has different boundaries. Again, it's like such uh-huh. a personal experience of like what you're personally comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just like a lot of things you won't know how you feel until you see it. Yeah. So if you see it and you don't like it, then stop it. And Mm -hmm. if anyone's being weird about that, then fuck them. And just, you know, keep it pushing. Just literally the best way to go about anything from threesomes to anything in life is just being open and honest and communicating how you truly feel Mm -hmm. and how what your expectations are and everything that would make it go the easiest for you. And then the person in turn has to do the same thing because if there's anything that clashes, then you have to discuss that or hopefully like you're just like, oh, that's your perfect situation. That's my perfect situation. Like, yeah, I don't have any issues with the boundaries that you have. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. Like,
1: yeah,
0: I mean, what issues could you really have with the boundaries? Like you get to have a threesome as a guy. Yeah. Are you going to be like, no, no, (laughs) (laughs) no. I'm like, that's the rule breaker. no.
1: (laughs) I'm, like, thinking about another girl sucking his dick so I get to eat her clit because, like, the dick sucking is harder for me.
0: (laughs) That's the thing is, like, blowjobs are not called a job for no reason. (laughs) They are. Sometimes you need some help. Sometimes you just tag a bitch in. Mm -hmm. And that's, like, that's where it comes to, like, I don't understand how girls that don't like girls can have threesomes because I have to be, like, just as much wanting this bitch for it to not make me feel, like, kind of, like, my spidey senses to go off and my territorialness to come in, because then I'm like, I don't even want to fuck you, and you want to fuck my man. Like, (laughs) no, like, that's... You don't get to fuck my man, like, not with me not wanting to fuck you. Like, that (laughs) doesn't work like that. (laughs) (laughs) So if you like a girl, like, you're just as excited to sleep with that girl as you are to, like, Uh be in that situation with your man, and especially if that's something that your man wants, I'm someone that, like... I get turned on by giving the person that I'm with what they want. Mm -hmm. So now I like girls. Now I'm giving you what you want. Like, how am I not having a good time? Yeah. Um, Of course I'm having a good time. If there's open communication and everyone follows the rules.
1: Yeah. And I feel like some couples, like, I mean, some of them just, like, they'll never see eye to eye sexually. So, like, it might just not be compatible because someone has certain ideas and fantasies that the other person just will never want to live up to. So that can, like, create some toxicity.
0: A hundred percent. And that's why I feel like when you first start dating, I feel like people do a lot of work to try to get the other person to like them and not a lot of work of like trying to figure out if they actually like that person Mm -hmm. or if that person actually likes who they are. Like if you are the type of person that's like someone comes in and they're like, oh, well, you should only be watching like documentaries. And now you're only watching documentaries. Like, do you want to watch documentaries? Or did you alter yourself to try to fit into what this person wants? So. But you also might be someone that's like, oh, I never thought about that. Like, it's more educational. Let me start trying to watch documentaries and, like, get my mental up. Mm -hmm. That's just growth. But if you're just, like, trying to change yourself to be something for someone else, it's never going to go the way that you want it to be because you're just becoming, like, a a second-rate version of them. Yeah. Like a shadow version. It's weird.
1: And a lot of, like, there's just... I think a lot of people who have like this like shallow confidence where it's like they get so much validation from being this person that like other people want them mm-hmm. to be that they can't even be honest with themselves like for example like if I were to date a guy it would take a long time before like I would want to have a threesome because like this deep Fear in my brain is like, he's going to leave me for
0: her, you know? Yes, but you have to think about it. At the end of the day, like, if he's going to leave you for her, he's going to leave you for someone else. Yeah. Like, you can only control you. You are only one person, and that is the only person you can control. Mm -hmm. So if someone's going to cheat on you, if someone's going to lie to you, if someone's going to backstab you, if someone's going to leave you for the bitch that you had a three-way with, they're going to do that shit regardless. That girl's going to slide into their DMs at some point. That is going to make them leave you if they were going to leave you. Like, Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, if someone's in love with you, they're in love with who you are as a person, and that's not going to be changed by one fun drunk night or a DM slide or whatever, you know?
1: Yeah, and if it's, like, a real relationship, it'll, like, withstand...
0: Exactly. All of that. If anything, it's a test, and you're like, "Damn, we made it past that test. Fire! <laughs> just Keep makes it pushing." I've had conversations with my friends. Like, do you know how many people get cheated on, like, in their fifties because someone gets like stir crazy? Mm-hmm. Like, either way, it's not just men cheating. Women cheat too. Women cheat emotionally. Men cheat emotionally. So mm-hmm. if you, that I feel like comes from people trying to be the person that they think their partner wants them to be instead of just being themselves. Because then they meet this person that's like, oh, you're so cool. I just want to be around you for who you are. And they're they're like in love with the way that this person sees them, not even so much of that person. That's why like when someone cheats and they don't fall in love and like it's just like a momentary lapse of judgment, it usually has nothing to do with like I need to have sex. It's like I need to feel desired and appreciated and Mm -hmm. I need to feel like someone wants me. Yeah. And that's what cheating is more so about. It's not, to me, even about, like, I need to have sex with someone. Because you, you could literally go home and have sex with your wife, like, nine times out of ten. But uh-huh. you cheat because you need to feel that energy, that angst, that drive, that someone wants me, someone desires me, that makes me feel good about myself. Mm-hmm. So that comes back to, like, always make your partner feel that way. Like, never stop doing what you did to get them, mm-hmm. because that's how you lose them. Yeah. If you started out buying your girl like flowers every Tuesday, don't wait till two week, two years into the relationship to stop buying your flowers every Tuesday. And then you're like, she gets mad once a week. Yeah, bitch, used to buy her flowers once a <laughs> week, and she's not gonna say like, I want you to buy me flowers, but like why would you stop doing something that you set up in the relationship with something that you did? Yeah. If she just stopped sucking your dick, I bet you you would have a problem with it if she sucked your dick every Tuesday. <laughs> like, for real, <laughs> come on.
1: Literally, men, after breaking up, like, they'll get mad that, like, you don't want to, like, do something. And you're like, what? Is there is there, like, a disconnect? Like, is your brain, like, still connected to the rest of your body? <laughs> See, that's never been a
0: thing for me because I do full radio silence. Like, you will not okay. hear from me. I might as well have dropped off. Thanos snap like face of the planet Mm -hmm. because that is the only way I can get over anyone like even if I break up with you like to me that's just as hard to break up with someone because you're not breaking up with them because you're like fuck you like this is fun for me you're breaking up with them because like it's not working yeah and you are taking the step as an adult to like not be in a toxic environment anymore but doesn't mean you don't love them anymore so for me like if we break up you got to drop off the face of the planet. I got to drop off the face of the planet. I got to uh-huh. completely erase you, men in black, from my memory.
1: Yeah, so you've been in a few toxic relationships.
0: I've only been in one toxic one relationship. Toxic relationship. <laughs> I've, this is my third relationship ever. So uh-huh. the first one was, like, puppy love. And it was just, like, we were growing at different rates. And mm-hmm. it got to the point where it just, like, wasn't healthy anymore. And I just didn't really feel appreciated. So I ended the relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, we took a break first, which is why I don't ever support breaks. Like breaks is just a road to a breakup. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know anyone that's ever taken a break and it's gone well other than like Ross and Rachel, but we still don't know how that turned out. (laughs) So it was that one. Then my second one was extremely toxic and abusive. And it made me realize that I needed to do a lot of work on myself, Uh not only on like the trauma that I got from that relationship, but whatever, I was dealing with in my life that led me to be in a relationship that was so toxic and so traumatic for me and stay in it yeah. because it was like, of course it didn't start that way. Like nothing ever starts that way. Um, For the first like couple months, it was not that way at all. And then you think like, Oh, it's just a bad day or it's just a bad week. Mm-hmm. And then it's, you're counting like the days you're not fighting and yeah. getting excited. If you hit three, oh. I'm like, that's not good. That's <laughs> toxic. But I had to get rid of like my savior complex. I feel like Mm -hmm. I can help everyone. And I felt kind of like because I was raised with such great parents and such like an open and loving household, I had so much love to give for like people that weren't raised that way. But at the end of the day, you can really only help people that are interested in helping themselves. And that's something that I had to learn the hard way. And yeah. I think the hardest way to learn that is in a relationship, because that's the last person you want to ever give up on.
1: Yeah. So, like, in a relationship, because I've definitely been through this, I'm so not sure if you relate to this, but do you kind of, like, look for the person who is, like, hurting you and being, like, emotionally abusive, and then you look at them for, like, the validation, because, like, they made you so insecure that now you're kind of like, well, I want to feel secure and validated by the person who made me feel this way. It's almost like an addiction.
0: Well, yeah, that's part of like the trauma that you kind of have to get out of is whatever like the first heartbreak was, Mm -hmm. you trying to like recreate that and change the outcome of it. And I like you really just have to let go of all attachments as weird as that sounds to pretty much everything Mm -hmm. because your type is probably set up with some type of trauma and construct that is not actually your type (laughs) at all. It's probably a mix of some boy that, like, you liked and had a crush on and then some personality trait from a guy that you dated and then another personality trait from this guy. And, like, it's mm-hmm. not even a type that you have. It's a buildup of all these people that you're trying to change the narrative and kind of, like, re-go back in time and change what happened to you by doing it and playing it out in another situation. Yeah. And usually it's going to turn out the exact same way, which then you get into the situation of, all oh, guys are toxic. And it's like, no. You're picking the same toxic fucker over and over and over again. And until you stop attracting toxicity by being toxic, mm-hmm. you're going to keep winding up in a toxic relationship. I
1: call it being dickmatized or clitmatized. <laughs> that's my
0: word. I say dick whipped or clit whipped. Oh! But that's like when you're getting like good dick or like <laughs> yeah. good clit shit. Like, that's like, damn, like, I you could do whatever you want to me right now. Like, I don't even care. Just keep fucking me.
1: Yeah. The guys who I like hope for a different outcome from, or like the guys who it's like, like, I feel like if their dick wasn't as good, like I wouldn't have been so like weirdly obsessed with them. And it's like, and again, they never made me come, but like, I could still like get like,
0: (laughs) you know, no, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I do not.
1: I don't know. That has
0: never happened to me.
1: Like the sex would still be good. And, like, I would be like, oh, my God, like, that sex was amazing, but then, like, my vibrator, I'd But have how to was it amazing
0: if you had uh, to finish with your vibrator?
1: Something of, And we're not talking about,
0: like, oh, I just want to come again and I'm being greedy. We're talking about, like, yeah. you needed to get your yeah. orgasm from your vibrator. That's not amazing sex.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Something about, like, the way they'd be really aggressive in the girth of their dick. Something around that, like it would get almost like my aggressions out for them to be so aggressive with me, and I'd be like, Yes, like now I'm like, it's kind of like when I now head- I'm ready to masturbate. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for the foreplay. What <laughs> it's like when I headbang to dubstep and I get like horny, it's like they'd kind of be like that pre <laughs> before I ask for Oh my god, I don't even know how I got so dignitized by people who didn't
0: try. That's what I'm trying to understand, you know,
1: and this is like. Because, like, this was, like, a few years ago. Like, there was a guy who I recently almost got digmatized by. But, like, because we started, like, making content. And then I was like, you know, his personality is just not it. The way he treats me just isn't it. Dude. After two times, I was done.
0: Have you seen the meme that's, like, most people, if you take sex off the table, they don't have much to offer? (laughs) That's why, like, literally... Every relationship that I've been in, my first relationship, six months before we had sex. Wow. But he also took my virginity, so that's, like, long as hell. Uh Uh-huh. He, like, (laughs) had to break down, like, all the virgin walls and everything Uh and be like, I'm, trust me. (laughs) I love you. (laughs) Okay, maybe. (laughs) But then um, my second boyfriend, it was a little over a month. Mm -hmm. And Deca was actually the shortest, but... Honestly, everything with us was, like, very accelerated. Like, we met, we hung out for eight hours, and then we started FaceTiming for, like, five, six hours at a time Mm -hmm. every day after that. So it's, like, everything was accelerated, so it makes sense that that was a shorter time period. But I'm so in favor of, like, making people wait at least, like, two, three weeks because think about it. How much do you really know someone in two to three weeks?
1: Yeah. You don't really. That's still short. I've been having a crush on someone for at least two months before I ever make an advance on them.
0: <laughs> well, no, that's different. If you have a crush, well, like, then you have like two to three weeks to explore if you want to take that crush further. You don't wait two to three months to tell to be in the crush phase. What if they start dating someone else?
1: That Well, that ended up kind of happening because I, I was friends with this guy for like two or three months before we hooked up, but he knew I had a crush on him and like we would hang out and like... Okay,
0: if he knew that... He had, that you had a crush on him and you were hooking up oh, and yeah. he did not date you, then he was not going to date you.
1: Nope. No, no, yeah, no, it's he- not doesn't yeah. work like that. Doesn't. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I, like, I really try to, like, not have this sexual tension. We only hooked up for a month, though, because we didn't hook up for, like, two months of us, like, being mm-hmm. friends, because it's, like, we kind of worked together, and we didn't want to break that boundary. And then finally, I, like, got so fucked up. I was, like, you and me. And he was actually, like, making out with another girl. I pulled him away from her. Like, I had three girls unfollow me on Instagram that day, because they wanted him. Oh, my which God. Which is weird, because he's, like, a very average-looking man. Like, very... <laughs> average to below average looking man but like it was the tall and skinniness that I was like um, it was the
0: Edward Cullen effect
1: yeah and I didn't understand how all these Twilight were- fucked <laughs> us up
0: bro Twilight really did fuck us up is
1: that where I got it from yes it was Edward it was <laughs>
0: Edward you wanted to be Bella because she's all weird and has no friends and like <laughs> yeah. shifty just looking for something some tall skinny Vampire boy to run her around, and I do like men who kind of look like they do a lot of drugs. Like you know, they
1: they don't look like I mean, MGK Pete. was about just say
0: like Pete Davidson, MGK <laughs> yeah. vibes. So like, yeah, they don't, don't look definitely... healthy, but
1: they look um, I'm um, scribbly Duchess or whatever
0: like that memes. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been into, like, physical fitness. I think it's because I've always been, like, a, like, thicker girl. Yeah. I, th- I was went through, like, a really skinny boy phase, but it was, like, it wasn't the skinniness that I was attracted to. I feel like at all stages in life, like, boys go through the phase where they hit that growth spurt. And they're, like, very skinny because they grew so fast. Uh-huh. But I was just like, I'm 5'9". I have to date a tall boy and all the yeah. tall guys are fucking skinny. Like, how did this happen? <laughs> now I'm, like, the thick, short girlfriend.
1: <laughs> Their metabolism.
0: On fucking 100.
1: So, like, when you were in these, like, relationships, what were your, like, first red flags? Like, what was the first time you were like, oh, like, this is this doesn't feel Right.
0: Or did you even notice them at first? My first one, the red flag, wasn't even really a red flag. I just didn't feel appreciated. Like, I felt like we were very stagnant and we were growing at different rates. And Mm. at the end of the day, it was causing stress in the relationship that we were arguing about things that, like, weren't going to change. Yeah. And were just the way they are. And it was like, I can't argue about, like, you taking me for granted, like, that's a weird-ass argument to even have, like, that's just you showing me, like, how you feel about me type thing, Mm -hmm. but we were young, like, we were so young, we were 18, he was a year younger than me, 17, like, 19, like, those early, like, late teen years, like, yeah, very young, just, like, it was my first relationship, exploring each other, just growing at different rates, Mm -hmm. maturing at different rates, um, but, he literally gave me such amazing experiences that it's like my first time was amazing. And so many girls have such like a terrible first experience. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. I will forever be grateful to you for that. Yeah. My second one, I hadn't been in a relationship for a year and I didn't have sex that whole year either because I was like, I'm only going to have sex with people that are my boyfriend at this Mm -hmm. point in time. So it was a little bit of sexual frustration and a whole lot of, I was a club promoter at the time. So like the, type of people that I was around were not always the best people because it's nightlife in New York City yeah so the first red flag was probably like the first real argument that we got into I'd never been in an argument with someone before who like made it their job to like make me feel like shit in the argument like my family is like, let's have a family meeting and, like, talk about (laughs) everything open and honestly. So Uh we never get to, like, a crazy point. Like, I had never been in, like, in an argument where, no, like, someone the the other person wasn't trying to, like, find a solution. They just wanted to, like, make me feel terrible. Yeah. And I was like, okay, like, maybe you're having a bad day. And then it just, like, kept becoming more frequent. And then I'm like, wait, maybe this is how you are. And then every time that it would get so bad – it would be like, oh, well, like, I know this is how I am, but I love you, and, like, this is just because my feelings for you are so strong, like, I, you're the only person I have. Like, he ha- wasn't close with his family at all, so it was very much, like, I did feel like I was the only person he had, and so when he would have these, like, freakouts, it would be only me to be, like, the punching bag and the comfort. So, like, it was just way too much to be going through in my early 20s. It was a very toxic relationship yeah. It was not something that – I mean, I would I would say, like, it's not something I would wish on anyone, but at the same time, it made me so much stronger and so much more of the woman that I am today because mm-hmm. I was just like, I will never let anyone speak to me, treat me, use me like that ever again in my life. And it, I was very much of a pushover before that. Like, if you – like, fucked me over, you'd get 9, 10, 11 chances, like, I never wanted to, like, I wanted to give everyone the benefit of the doubt, I wanted to believe that everyone was just out for, like, for the best interest, and if someone, like, fucked you over, it was probably an accident, it was never their intention, like, I was just glass half full, like, the world is a gumdrop, like, Uh and if the world's not a gumdrop, I'm gonna say it's a gumdrop, because I need it to be a gumdrop, because I'm optimistic, and... (laughs) that's just not the way it works like I've it made me very much more of a realist like I'm still very like glass half full like very positive Uh but at the end of the day if someone shows you their true colors you have to believe that yeah it's not your job to save anyone Mm -hmm. and the only person that you're responsible for raising are the future children that you have or whatever pet you get Mm -hmm. but it just it very much gave me an inner strength to protect myself that I don't think I had before yeah that can only kind of be like only come out of a situation where you feel so like taken down to zero because I literally like at the end of that relationship I felt like I didn't know who I was I didn't know what I wanted to do what I liked what because they were he was just so controlling and Mm -hmm. everything that I did had to be checked by him and approved by him and if he saw that my location was even like a block off like you know how shit glitches
1: yeah like
0: Especially this was, like, what, eight years ago? Mm -hmm. I'm 20. We're not fucking find my iPhone shit on (laughs) a 1,000 right now. Like, shit would glitch. And he'd be like, you're saying you're at work, but it says that you're a block down the street. And I would, like, take a picture and be like, I'm at work. Uh And he'd be like, that's a picture from earlier. I'm like, bro, I will take a video with, like, the time (laughs) up. Like, I have no reason. That's my whole thing is, like, I would never lie in a relationship because I feel like... Love is such a sacred thing that lying is so much of something that just, like, destroys love. Like, just be honest. I'd rather lose you because I'm honest and you don't like what I said than Uh because you found out I was lying to you. Yeah. Like, even if the truth is, like, I honestly don't remember, that's the fucking truth. I'm Uh sorry. I'm sorry if that's not the answer you want to hear, but I really don't remember what happened that day I was fucked up. Mm -hmm. Like, whatever. Or, what? like, literally, as long as it's the truth, it's the truth. And... I'm willing to go down with whatever the truth brings out because yeah I would just rather be truthful than a liar.
1: Yeah, what was like your final like final straw where you're like I'm done, I'm never talking to him again?
0: Oh my god, it should have been so much earlier than it was. <laughs> it's how it like goes. honestly so like I was so in a situation where I was like how did I let myself get here? Like how did I cause, I literally have, like, storybook parents. Like, I've watched a healthy relationship my whole life. Like, how did I get into this toxic-ass relationship? hmm But my final straw was, um, it was my dad's birthday, and it was getting crazy. And I was just, like, spending time with my dad. And I wasn't answering soon enough, I guess. And the text started coming in, and I was like, you know what? Like... It's my father's birthday. Like, uh-huh. I have dealt with so much with you, like,
1: yeah.
0: eight months of this. Like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I will lose myself. And mm-hmm. that's where it just literally came down to is, like, I don't deserve what's happening to me. Yeah. I can't go down because you're going down and you're choosing, like, not to pick yourself up. And I'm like, I just can't drown with you anymore type thing. Mm-hmm. So that's when I really was like, I can't do this. I'll send you your stuff Um, but I have to be done Mm -hmm. because any longer that I stay with you because I'm clearly not going to marry you with the situation that's happening is just going to cause further trauma for the next person that I decide to date that I'm going to have to work through yeah so I'm not down for any more trauma from you sir
1: (laughs) (laughs) um do you think that like it translated, because, like, he was a very toxic man in your life, but do you think you've dealt with a lot of, like, toxic friendships as well?
0: A hundred percent. I mean, I'm a very glass half full, open, giving, honest, like, if you say it, then I'm gonna hold you to that type person, so Uh a lot of people have tried to, like, be shady in certain ways that it may take, like, it took me way longer when I was younger, like, to figure that shit out. Like, I was always the party house, so people would be nice to me, and then I would hear them, like, talking shit about me in school, like, around the corner, but mm-hmm. they would be nice to my face because, oh, we want to go to the party at Tori's house on Friday. So it's, yeah. like, uh, like finding out about people like backstabbing you from that young age, and that's when like, I really was, like, okay, like, my best friends are my siblings, and I have another best friend that's Janice. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's been my best friend since we were 18, 10 years now. Like mm-hmm. Anyone else, like, if it takes time to earn my trust – And that's not for say like, oh, it takes approximately a year to earn my trust. Like there's people that have earned my trust in a few weeks. There's people that have still don't have my trust and I've known them for years. So it's just like to me, there are certain things that will happen in life that I need to watch how people react to them Mm -hmm. for me to know how I can trust them. Mm -hmm. and it's usually it takes time again like you shouldn't be jumping into friendships the way you shouldn't be jumping into relationships yeah like you shouldn't meet a girl and then like suddenly you guys are like bffs every day like you just met her you just met her you don't know her why are you guys together every day like I understand like getting to know people but like the whole like instant best friend thing I would much rather like say someone is who they are, there's someone I'm getting to know. We could become really good friends. That depends on time, you know? Mm -hmm. But the toxic friendships, bro, they're they're just as dangerous as toxic relationships because if anything, they're worse because a toxic friendship will fuck up a totally healthy relationship if that's who you go to for advice.
1: Yeah. Do you think, like, the red flags are different in toxic friendships and toxic relationships?
0: I think there are a lot that are very similar, but there are definitely some different ones like
1: they they can show up in different ways they show
0: up in different ways like male jealousy will show up different in like a relationship than like female jealousy will in a friendship like yeah you'll have a girl like oh I you're my best friend but then you don't invite her somewhere that you're inviting other people and it's like well why and oh well well you always wear stuff that's like super cute and like I knew that if you came that you would look cuter than me type thing. And it's, like, that's jealousy and that's fucked up. And then relationships, it's usually, like, the typical, like, don't wear that because you're going to get too much tension, type thing.
1: Yeah. So, like, in my toxic, like, friendships, relationships, et cetera, I feel like gaslighting is just so, so, so prevalent. And the reason, like, for me personally it's really hard to, like, break off of toxic relationships or toxic friendships because they, they gaslight me to the point that I don't even believe my experiences are real. I'm like, did she really say that? Like, did he really say that? Did he really do that? Because, like, I almost feel crazy until, like, like just recently I started, like, listening to that little voice in the back of my head being like, yes, yes that, that happened, happened. Delia. Like, <laughs> so how, like, did that happen with you in your relationships? Or do, did you always have that self-assurance
0: I feel like I definitely had to build that self-assurance of listening to my intuition because sometimes I would just think like it was me being pessimistic like Mm -hmm. oh or like you're giving up yeah and like that's not what's happening your inner voice or your spirit guide or your intuition or whatever you want to fucking call it God is telling you like you are not right in this situation, then your body will start to reflect it. Like I literally got skinny, like Mm -hmm. my hair started thinning out. Like I was just so like I had no appetite, like I couldn't eat, so unhealthy. Mm -hmm. And it was just because what happens is first it's mental, like your mental knows it, and then your body will start to reflect that as well. Mm -hmm. And it's the same way with like if you're running around too much, like if you ever notice like if you're focusing too much on like running around and like doing shit and not resting, you'll get sick.
1: Because your body's
0: like, you need to rest.
1: I think like, I just found out I have like mold poisoning. So I think part of the reason my body gave me mold poisoning is because if I like didn't have it, I would have ran. I mean, I still do, but I would have ran myself into the ground. Yeah. (laughs) All the mold poisoning does make me like get way more sleep than I would like to.
0: Oh, my God. That's why you're in your story, like, getting 12 hours, 16 hours of sleep and shit.
1: Dude, yeah. (laughs) This is the reason.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. How long has this been?
1: Like, four years. Like, four years of me. So, like, I'm pretty sure I got it in college. But, like, I'm trying to have my current apartment. Like, the one in LA doesn't have any. But, like, the one in San Diego, like, it's always just had, like, kind of an off smell that could be water damage. I live very close to the beach. So I'm like, the one in San Diego, I feel like very potentially could. And I was like, can you guys do a test? They did like the same test that I did. And I'm like, no, get a mold inspector out there. Literally. I do realize I could like sue you guys if there is mold. But I've been sick for quite a few years. It's just my doctor said with how much is in my system, I am most likely still living with it somewhere and we just can't figure out where. Or it was just really, really bad when I first got it. Damn. Like one or the other. But I have three different kinds of molds that are making me sick. Three molds so the one in college only had one so the others came from somewhere
0: that's actually wild i've never heard of anything like this
1: girl girl i mean at least like i gaslit myself i'm like you are being so tired for no reason like fuck you like get it together Get it together and there's actually a reason so this is nice
0: that's wild crazy
1: but like just i'm like
0: it's because you smoke a lot of weed to For you. me, oh, yeah. Okay. I'm like, why are you tired? Oh, we we smoked a lot today. Yeah.
1: <laughs> You're
0: talking to my higher self.
1: Because <laughs> we're tired because we smoked. <laughs> yeah, I can't even do mushrooms right now because, like, you know, the... Fun- the fungus. The fungus and the mold are just going to, like, kind of...
0: Battle it out. Battle
1: it out. So I'm just, like, I'm taking, like, a month break while I'm, like, starting to detox, which I'm just like, <laughs> great. <laughs> this is nothing. How are you
0: detoxing?
1: Um, my doctor's, like, getting me pills. I have to take Epsom salt baths every day, like... Um. basically, we need to figure out if it's anywhere, like, where I'm staying, so that, like, because if I'm taking all of this, doing my detoxes, and it's somewhere it's where I am, in you. then, like, I'm gonna keep getting exposed, and that's not gonna do anything, so it's, like, my apartment needs to get on that shit.
0: <laughs> Literally, you should just hire, I think if it's something like that, if they don't do anything within a certain amount of time, and you have to hire someone, you can take it out of your rent. Oh, because I know that when my thermostat broke, like, the heat wasn't working in my house and it was cold as fuck. If it's below a certain temperature where it's, like, you could actually, like, get sick or, like, potentially get hypothermia or something, mm-hmm. it was cold as fuck in the valley. And we looked it up and it's, like, literally, if your landlord doesn't fix it by X amount of days, you have the authority to have someone come fix it and it will come out of the rent.
1: Wow. Wow. Good to know. Good to know. Threaten them. <laughs> Threaten Yeah, I need seriously, to. Seriously,
0: like literally look up like San Diego, like code for if there's mold or the, if there's a suspect of mold, because all you have to do is show. I have a doctor's note saying that somewhere that I'm living, mm-hmm. there is mold. So if you're not taking this seriously, I'll take this seriously. I'll hire someone and I will conf- confront you with about all your negligence on top of it. Yeah, because I have to handle this myself, and this is not my property. This is your property, and I'm renting from you.
1: hmm Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I need to, f- I need to get stronger like Adelia get bitchy or I'll just have my assistant do it and like pretend to be me be like oh, I'll sue you it's Adelia because I just like it's so hard I'm having her do that for like some other things like I'm like yeah just pretend to be me and like use your bitch voice because I
0: can't. dude you have to develop your bitch voice or people are just gonna railroad you yeah i and to you're not gonna come know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> true that
0: it's like the book men love bitches
1: okay You need to
0: read the book Men Love Bitches.
1: I Okay, my thing with books is like... You need to
0: audio book Men Love Bitches.
1: (laughs) (laughs) To wrap this up, I feel like just give your best ass-eating advice. Like, do you like your ass-eaten? Do you like to eat ass? Like, what is your best advice for that?
0: I feel like of all the things that happen sexually, like, this is the most private one. Like, literally, like, no one wants to talk about it, and I'm included in those people. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Is there like etiquette like you shower? I mean, clearly day? shower,
0: but it's like probably the same etiquette that you would have for like any type of oral experience. Uh-huh. Like someone's mouth is going there. So respect it the way that you would respect wanting your mouth to go there.
1: Yeah. I've literally talked to men who don't even like spread their ass cheeks when they're in the shower. And I'm like, see, I wouldn't eat that ass because
0: that is disgusting. Like, you That's know- not even clean.
1: I know. That's
0: not even clean if you're not even trying to eat ass. That's not clean. <laughs> Oh my lord. Men,
1: please spread your ass cheeks when you're like showering.
0: Everyone spread everything. Yeah. Just clean everything. I'm such like in the shower, I'm a crazy person. Like I'm exfoliating everything. I have like uh-huh. three different types of systems. I have the truly for like my boobs and my butt. <laughs> then I like exfoliate with like a, a mitt. And then I have like a loofah. And then I have like <laughs> the actual like sand stuff. Like mm-hmm. I'm very intense with the shower. I love showers. As though. everyone should be. I like. was Scorpio on my chart.
1: <laughs> All right, so plug yourself, and also thank you so much for coming on. But of plug course. yourself.
0: I'm Tori. You can find me anywhere on any social media platform at Tori212Green. That also has the links to my vlog, my podcast, and my production studio. So yes, Yay. find me there, Tori212Green. Thank uh, you so much for having me. Of
1: course. Um, find me at It's Deals D E. Two D's, or two E's, sorry. <laughs> Who are I, you? I-T-S-D-E-E-L-Z I do, I- dot com. Because my social media, gets deleted too often to plug anything. You really do, dude. It's It's ridiculous. But yay, thank you. <laughs>